not underestimate the power of PlayStation. Welcome, everybody, to Beyond, episode 474, the first Beyond of 2017. And the last. I'm going to be saying 2016 for a while. I'm Max Scoville. I'm joined by Brian Altano. Brap, brap. Marty Sleva. Whoa. And Destin Legary. Hello, everybody. This is your first time on on Beyond with us. It is, yeah. Thank you for for jumping in here. Um, We we don't have a great show lined up. Um, I'll be (laughs) honest. (laughs) It's January 3rd, uh, which means that there are like, there's like one and a half things to talk about, but we'll make do anyway. Uh, For starters, uh, there's Rhyme, which is a game from Tequila Works, I think, that's been floating around for ages. Looks really pretty. We just got a kind of a re-reveal trailer, whatever that means. I got a place. PlayStation VR for Christmas, uh, and then there's a bunch of really cool PlayStation Plus coming out this month for PlayStation Plus people, and then of course our personal top games, and uh, we're going to open this small box. That's our show <laughs> lineup. Let's get started with the show. Marty, yeah, what the hell is Rhyme? Rhyme. Rhyme is this little colorful man in the background with a tower that looks like a jaundice. Is it uh, his name or is the tower name Rhyme? Uh, ooh, what if it's both? Uh, so yeah, Rhyme was a game that was revealed at uh, Gamescom 2013 by Tequila Works, which Good is God, the that's been a minute. Spanish developer who made Deadlight, which is a really cool side-scrolling game. zombie game for yeah. uh, Xbox 360. I revealed this game. It looked like Eco meets Wind Waker uh, meets Studio Ghibli. It looked amazing. We were all hyped for it. And then they just went AWOL for a while. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, it turned out there were some hints last month, and we had to be quiet because we knew what the hints were mm-hmm. because it is our IGN first for this month. <laughs> and it is uh, re-revealed. It's coming out in May. It's no longer a PS4 exclusive, but it's coming to uh, PS4, Xbox One, and the Switch. Nice. A quick rundown for people who aren't like really familiar with IGN first. Yeah. It's basically it's just a month long focus on a on a single game. Usually sort of a single like, game. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Usually uh, kind of in the way like magazines used to have like mm-hmm. cover issues and, and cover stories and stuff back in the olden your <laughs> magazines. <laughs> olden pa- your yeah. pa- paper times. Yeah, like Destiny and I had done a bunch of these. It's where yeah. we like we did we went to Bungie and, and played the Destiny beta before it came out and did a bunch of features and stuff on it. We did Dark Souls way back. We did in the Dark day. Souls, yeah. yeah. OG. That was just the making of it. I think the making of Dark Souls too. And first was Destiny was, first. Yeah, we did yeah. Destiny. We've done Bloodborne. Uh, yeah, we usually pick some of the biggest, coolest games. We have a ton of really cool games lined up for the for the first half of the year or so. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, but I'm excited that Ryan looked so cool. And this gameplay re-reveal again shows that it now almost looks like it has shades of the witness just in terms of its mm-hmm. color palette. And the island looks really lonely. Well, I was going to say, too, it's made by a small team who previously worked on a 2D game, which is like yes. very interesting because it's it parallels the witness in a lot of mm-hmm. ways. A side note, like I don't understand how video games are made obviously, which is why I'm sitting here not making one. But it's mind-blowing to me that somebody can go from making a 2D game to a 3D game yeah, like this in I don't completely different it. genres, art direction, tone, mood, everything. Like, mm. I mean, Well, Deadlight was like 2.5D, wasn't it? It was like kind of... It was like characters were 3D-ish, but you were still moving along sure, the 2D sure, frame. Yeah. But yeah, it's, I mean, we talked about this year with with uh, No Man's Sky, how it's like their pedigree was Joe Danger, mm-hmm. which were these cute downloadable, you know, arcade racing games. And then all of a sudden it's like, oh no, now you're making the infinite game. Yeah. We all want to be a Yeah, it's kind of crazy. It's it's very ambitious and really kind of awesome to see. Yeah, I'm glad we're seeing more of this game too, because it's kind of, it's been really trailers and stuff like that. But yeah. uh, it's nice that it's not dead. It's yeah. still being developed and we're going to get to play it. Yeah, it's, I, the, it's it's nice that these games that a lot of us thought might become vaporware, like Final Fantasy Fifteen and The Last Guardian, and even The Witness, mm-hmm. are actually being released. And you know, in the case of those three, are really good to great games. This game might be out before Zelda. 
Oh, I mean, yeah. yeah. Which I, I think is... at the start of last year, I was kind of like, I, I had a feeling Zelda was going to get delayed until the next year, mm-hmm. or at least at the very end of the year. And I was like, at least we'll have rhyme. And then we got neither. So, <laughs> yeah. 2017, we'll write all of 2016. <laughs> the box. I say as I knock over the tiny box. I'm putting this over here. You cannot have this. Um, but yeah, yeah, we're going to have a lot more on rhyme. Uh, yeah, I watched the uh, the gameplay trailer, the, the re-reveal, and it's it, it's one of those games that I, I think I'm just going to look the other way uh, and just mm-hmm. try to keep my expectations sort of guarded. It looks yeah. like very fun, kind of you know, 3D there was puzzly a fox, stuff. Yeah, the fox. I like, and, the, I like the fox. And a scary pterodactyl, man. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but I mean, I think it's it's. I almost worry that because we've been talking about it for so long that it will have almost expectations working against it, kind of like how No Man's Sky did. But <laughs> I mean, hopefully, people can be like, this is a little playable fairy tale. Yeah. So mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, we all well. That's on us. We all gotta settle down a little bit. Yeah, why don't you calm down? New Year's resolution: settle down. Yeah, calm down. New Year's resolution: everyone be quiet. You know what games (laughs) can be great this year? Probably none of them. Not a single one. Keep the expectations low, and if something good happens, wow, what a surprise! (laughs) Yeah. Um. So I got a PlayStation VR for Christmas. That was that was cool. Uh, man, I love that thing. I love my new hat. It's a good hat. Uh yeah, my my fiance got it for me and I I didn't know and so that was a nice surprise. Wait, and then uh, hat? You mean the the VR? Yeah, it's a hat. Oh, okay, it's, got it. it's a little hat that I put on. <laughs> I, when I, I got mine, I, came I thought you just segued into getting a hat. Max <laughs> was like, "How's your new hat?" And I was like, "I know I'm going bald, dude, but like you don't need to do anything like that." No, no it's, it's, I, I had a feeling you would just like completely fall in love with this toy immediately. It's, it's such a beautiful little like just piece of machinery. Yep. Like I mean, I don't know what like I felt the same way when I first got a Vita. Like I don't know what Sony's going to do with this in the long run. I don't know mm-hmm. if it's going to be like gathering dust in you know three months i hope not but like you were saying it was pretty hard to actually get right this yeah. thing sold out everywhere. Uh, yeah apparently um yeah jen was like calling up targets like all over the place and mm-hmm. she tracked one down to like mantika or something and i'm like where is that she's like i don't know and i'm like a final fantasy boss well you it. got it for me yeah exactly <laughs> yeah well Mal- Marlboro has it was it hard to get in retail stores for her uh, or I, I, don't, on versus I think she was tracking it was like online like you know where it's in stock like pick oh, up wow. in store type stuff I don't I should ask her what she, what she did I, with that yeah. but like I, mean, I that's kind of they like severely undershipped this thing and well, kept the sort of expectations even keel like our motto is for 2017 wow. yeah just everyone nothing good's gonna happen no, just yeah. calm down they don't want to pull a Sega Saturn so. that's yeah, yeah, exactly. like overproduced. yeah. yeah. I think they ship somewhere between like I don't know a Wii U and an NES classic <laughs> Right. I mean, they said that didn't they sell like I mean, seven hundred fifty thousand? We, we of them? even had trouble getting ours that we crowdfunded for yes. Zach, the, yeah. the fan who the wrote fan. in. Yeah, yeah. And then mm-hmm. you know, thanks to so many of you, we were able to buy uh, a PSVR and a bunch of games and send it to him and his family, and yeah. he sent us pictures of playing it. But yeah, it was actually kind of tough for Alana to find it. It's online. actually been an issue from the start because I remember the pre-orders sold out really fast, and I jumped on one on Best Buy and then canceled it. And then you remember me going back and forth on the show for yeah, like six oh, months. Oh yeah, that was mm-hmm. a. Because no one was there with me. I needed, like, you know, now that you're here and we can do, like, you know, entire sections of this show dedicated to VR, I'm really excited about it. So you have one. It's out there in the wild. They're very hard to get. But Mm -hmm. uh, do you think this is going to be a thing that people are going to be, like, talking about in 2017 a lot? I mean, we'll have to wait and see how 2017 treats it. You know, I think that it's it, this is going to be the year that kind of determines it. You yeah. know, it's not one of those things where in 2018 rolls around and we see a bunch of new stuff. But luckily, I mean, based on how like PSN's been with getting, you know, weird PC games ported over. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if anybody at Sony is just like calling up VR devs or whatever. But the fact that there are people developing for Oculus and for uh, and Vive and, and the Galaxy Note or whatever. Yeah. But also the fact that it isn't just for games. You can also have like weird 360 movies and like youtube and hulu have like vr modes which is nuts uh i mean ign has a vr channel which i checked out and it was really weird to like 
he's sitting in my living room, but then virtually watching yourself looking at. Yeah, I'm not actually there's one video where I'm like, when did we film this? Because my desk is moving. You're, you're like in I here, to, right? Uh, no, it was, yeah, there's one. There's one where mm-hmm. we're sitting like here around there. Mm-hmm. Or, oh, yeah. yeah if you ever a, wanted to see like a 360 shot of this little studio yeah. we're in that looks way bigger on camera than it actually is. No, yeah. it's huge. Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. <laughs> Keep um, the illusion. <laughs> also like this, yeah. this big Nerf gun fight we had in our office. And I was oh, like, yeah. when the hell did we shoot this? Because like I'm I can't tell if I'm at my desk or not because there's like a like a bulkhead there. Yep. But then like Kyle's over there. I'm like, that's a while ago. Yeah. We've been doing this for a while. But um, yeah, it's it's a really, really cool device. Uh, it is a it is a terrible device to get as on Christmas morning when you have like people coming over for a meal because I'm just oh, all yeah. I want to do is like sit on the couch and not be in real life yeah it's not like getting a Vita where you can kind of just like lumber off to the side and play it in the yeah. corner or anything like that like you, you, have, are, you have to actually hide physically removing yourself yeah. from society yeah. Yeah. yeah so I like I played around a little bit um, I got um, you know I don't want to just immediately be like well bye honey see you later And just, so we played around a little bit she with bought the, it for you she knew stuff. what you yeah, were she going up. yeah she's been she's been cool about it um, you know, she was, you knew you were going to go hide in that new helmet. Yeah, exactly. But uh, we did play around with the, the, the playroom stuff a little bit, which is, like, very cool. It kind of yeah. has that, like, asymmetrical sort of co-op kind of thing going on. Yeah. Yep. Uh, the first thing I did, of course, was um, was get uh, the Battlefront VR. Right. Thing. And I right. was just like, I'm just looking up a, I'm looking up a AT-AT's legs right there. I like that isn't a lot. That, like, isn't that great? I think one of the things that PSVR does really well is, A, it's just incredibly comfortable. Yeah. It's the kind of thing where you can just wear for a few hours without. I think it was one of my biggest fears was, like, is this thing going to be jarring and annoying mm-hmm. after a while? Um, and it's not. Like, hardware-wise, you open up the box and you just <laughs> feel like you're getting something. Sony makes good hardware. They just yeah. do. Yeah. Um, but two, like the sense of scale that you can get in in that thing, just like sitting on your couch and looking up and being like, oh, that's an ATAT's taint. Yep, <laughs> and yep. it's about eight feet wide. Eight is a big, big, big old tungus there. So the T stands for. So going alongside that, uh, Dusty Ricketts uh, wrote into our Facebook group, which is facebook.com/slash/groups/slash/podcast/beyond, and said, uh, "After how good Battlefront's VR experience turned out, what games do you hope to do something similar? Personally, I would love to see Insomniac Spider-Man have a VR mode where you're web-slinging through the city. That would be nauseating. I mean, I, yeah, I don't what, know if I could. Yeah. yeah, I like. I liked what. What Call of Duty did? Did you mm-hmm. check that out? That the, yeah, that the was Jackal definitely nau- nauseating. Yeah. yeah, I think you need your kind of VRC legs for that one first. Mm-hmm. But um, Spider Man's a really good idea. But it's like I think with Battlefront, they nailed that sort of feeling of like I'm in an X wing, but I don't feel like I'm going to throw up at any given moment. Like you, have, you have to make those games so they sort of expand to casual players too. Yeah, because um, Battlefront is a pretty casual game, even though I love it. Yeah, uh, but like. From that, you sort of remove the option for, like, hardcore players to be, like, doing 360 barrel rolls and all this other stuff like that. But I think it's just, like, finding that perfect balance between, like, fun and comfort and yeah. accessibility. Marty, um, sorry. You know what two games I talk about all the time? Which two games do you talk about all the <laughs> Destiny time? Destiny and Mass Effect. Yeah. Would you Mass do racing? Probably not that. But <laughs> Mass Effect would probably be a good uh, implementation of like that. Like, something cool. Even yeah, like, the just... conversation stuff. Like, yeah. you could actually have a conversation with people. Yeah, yeah. 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 or even if it's just, like... I think it'd be cool to have these VR things where you just exist in the world or maybe you exist in front of character models. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so something like if you're aboard, I mean, I don't think there's going to be the Citadel in Andromeda, but something like that. Or uh, in God of War, if there's just a Titan modeled in front of you and you can just stare up. There, uh, so there are going to be Citadel-sized uh, locations. Yeah. locations. There's going to be multiple uh, things that you can transport back and forth to. So in, that would be super Andromeda. cool. Like, even if you can't so, play okay. the entire game to just sort of experience the world in first person. Like I that. would actually love just a sort of like galaxy map in Mass Effect where mm-hmm. you could just like push and pull on planets and oh, like bring them closer to you and yeah. Yeah. like check out the topography of yeah. them. Like stuff mm-hmm. like that. Watch ships move around. Like even like just setting up basic diorama stuff. Are you playing with like two move controllers? Uh, here and there, yeah. Most, yeah mostly yeah. with just yeah. controller. But so, yeah. but like stuff like that, I mean it's it's not, it's not never going to replace like stuff that you're seeing 
playing on sort of higher end VR systems, but like having two move controllers and picking stuff up and like pinching and dragging and like having a galaxy map in front of you in a Mass Effect game where you can just move ships around and just create a diorama. Like it doesn't even do anything, but it's just yeah. fun. It's a fun toy. Yeah. Yeah. You know, um, I'd the, love to see more social stuff kind of implemented. Yeah. I feel like Destiny could have like a kind of like what's that? What's that place you hang out? The, the tower? The tower. Yeah. Well, yeah. you had like a kind of just a courtyard there where you could. I don't know, mingle with people or whatever. Just, in VR? Yeah. yeah. Awesome. Hey, how's it going, guys? Also, like, the, <laughs> yeah. I mean, the elevator conversation. Yeah. Yeah. Look at my sweet armor. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I think there's a lot where it's just taking the most basic environment that would be entirely boring as a game mechanic mm-hmm. and just putting it in VR, it's still really interesting. Yeah, like I think you, that's that's yeah. one of the main hooks that I learned from my first few months with PSVR, which I'm glad that, that to see you're grabbing onto now, is that like there are incredibly mundane things that you do in video games that when done in VR are suddenly like incre- like stunning. Like in Batman, you, you pick up a piece of paper and you turn it over and you put it down. And if you did that in a video game, it'd just be an X button, maybe yep. use the joystick a little yeah. bit. You'd be like, this is tedious and boring. But in Batman and VR games, you're like, this is really cool and interesting because yeah. you're doing it yeah, yeah it feels yeah. tangible i'm excited to try um uh werewolf within mm-hmm. with you because yeah. i was hesitant to play that game with like strangers online mm-hmm. but i want to play with friends yeah. you know like this kind of thing that like vr has like online multiplayer options that i think the more people get their hands on it the more it's gonna be fun like if the like the four of us could hang out at a at a bar or like I really a, want to get that sports bar VR stuff. Yeah, like it's like not that. a great game, but it's just a fun weird. I kind of like the idea of just being really drunk with you in VR. Yeah, like we're both like at home in our in our and we're just <laughs> throwing PJs or whatever, but we're like still messing up a bar, throwing bottles around. Or like um, you're in a VR version of the bar from the PlayStation commercial where all the different characters. I love that. Awesome, like actually. PlayStation yeah. Home should make God. a comeback on, yeah. on VR. Like I, I think just having just a social space is a, a huge seller. And if you know you make it so that you can still screw around with the controller, you don't need VR too. Yep. Yeah. Um, I've noticed a couple games are doing a sort of like hub start area that's kind of getting the, around that, mm-hmm. but it's never really close enough. It, in fact, it just feels more like, I don't know if you're watching like a Cialis commercial or something and there's a doctor <laughs> photoshopped into a fake apartment and he's yeah. just like, hey, do you have trouble with your stuff? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I play that that pinball, uh, pinball FX, I believe it's called, yeah. and, and it's got a VR component to it. And it starts you off in this like living room and I had just gotten a new TV and <laughs> I forgot that my PlayStation camera was tilted all the way to the side so everywhere i looked in the room it was like, ah! like shaking like crazy all the tvs were fluttering everywhere. i like the idea that you're playing pinball in vr you look to your right and there's a man a doctor is like hey that's how i funded it it was in game advertising yeah. uh yeah so i played a little bit of job simulator which is wonderful stupid fun i really i love that whole just kind of Crack magazine futurama nonsense uh robinson the journey yeah. gorgeous gorgeous looking it's yeah, your dinosaur it's, uh, yeah, I got the dinosaur. Uh, I'm uh, just kind of I'm going around like playing connect the dots by looking at some animals, which is just it's, yeah. It's, we didn't we didn't give that game a great review. The game is stupid, but it's really gorgeous. Yeah, like it's, it's totally it's totally like a Wii game. Yes, like it's very yeah. much like the mechanics are simple, but it, it's just the novelty is there, and they and they have I think confidence in in making it like it it's charming. It's fine. You know, I, I really enjoy just like scanning. Uh, animal life and mm-hmm. plant life in that game just like checking stuff out is yeah. really cool i mean that's like, easily, I want more games like, like that yeah easily the best looking vr game and imagine that you, in mass effect yeah. on See, alien and, planets yeah, no, totally <laughs> i'm totally down with that <laughs> well there's that there's that nvidia tech i think alana was talking about it where it's basically just putting a, a virtual talk about. virtual 360 <laughs> camera in any environment yeah, yeah. So yeah. Talking about yeah. like seeing like seeing the witcher and like standing next to Geralt and just like looking up at him and it's like yeah allowing you to just kind of 
you know, plop down a camera anywhere in the game, and then suddenly like, you just get a different perspective. Like, yeah. I would love that for Mass Effect, or like, like yeah. whatever your ship is. Like, is it is it called the Andromeda, or is it is it just the Normandy? Or so you have the Tempest, which the is Tempest? your ship, which okay. is like the Normandy, and then you have the ground-based vehicle. What I'm getting at here is I just want to talk to Kelly Chambers about feeding my fish. Yeah, maybe do some dancing with her, but she's probably not in this game because she's either not born yet or dead, whichever. Wait, which character? Kelly Chambers, you know. She's gone. Okay, well, that's a bummer. I'm really... Anyway. I'm, I'm, Kelly Chambers? Kelly Chambers. Chambers. I'm, I'm really big on, like, collectibles in video games, and I feel like a lot of times it's just, like, flat images or, like, icons or emblems or something like that. Don't say it. I know you're thinking no. it. <laughs> like I'm in Mass for a little bit. <laughs> um, but Robinson does this cool thing where you scan stuff and you actually get like a 360 sort of like diorama, almost like Amiibo style model mm-hmm. or something. Um, and you spin it around. I want more of that in games. Yeah. Like I want that in Battlefront 2 if like I can just go into like the diorama mode, pick up Star Wars toys and like twist them around in my hands. Like that'd, that'd be, be so really cool. cool. Would it be cool getting- to have like a sandbox where you can like stack them up and throw them at each other and stuff? Yeah. Just, just like mm-hmm. really basic like you know, physics, physics demo kind of thing. Or if you beat a game and you've legally had to, had to adopt a child. What? Yeah. You said you want like tangible (laughs) physical goods. That's really bad. That's weird. That's a lot of work. That's um, the thing that will keep you from playing games. What if DC did something where they had all their collectibles in like one room and you can just be like, I want to see every Batman toy ever made. And you can go. That would be awesome. That would be totally awesome. I would love like sort of like collect. I mean, I have like, I have that like Star Wars card trading app and I check it like every day and I, I just open up a couple packs of cards and it's all fake. It's all digital. Yeah. But there's something to that that's really cool. Max and I got sent a box of Star Wars cards right before Christmas from a friend of the show and uh, I forgot how fun that was to just tear open like blind packs of yeah. cards. Oh, yeah. It was like incredibly cathartic mm-hmm. and there's something to that collector spirit that I think a lot of adults like in small apartments or they have families or they have, you know money issues they can't just fill their house with like sideshow collectibles yeah. and hot toys and well, stuff like stuff that. stuff doesn't work. Yeah. Or oh, the stuff doesn't work. <laughs> They're on that commercial living <laughs> that, that oh, man. Oh <laughs> Getting to collect stuff in a video game, but having it take that extra tangible step where you can pick yeah. it up off the shelf mm. and turn it around, I think it's really, really cool. I would be more interested in that than I am in the idea of like trophies or achievements. Me too. That's totally. like a number, an arbitrary yeah. number. If it gives me something in game that I can just look at. Yeah. I, I mean, or you play like a superhero game and you unlock superhero toys. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like that. I would say cool. like, why not both? Right, like to yeah. the to the trophy hunters and achievement hunters, if they could get that, but also there's like a, like every game had a uniform sort of like collectible mm-hmm. in game like sort of room or something yeah. like that. And um, instead of microtransactions, you could actually buy those figures and have them shipped to your house. Like, which really? I, yeah, oh, yeah. that I like. I thought you were going to say in game, and I was about to be like, yeah, I would do that too. <laughs> <laughs> um, Here's my real money for a fake thing. Yeah. yeah, I mean, like Skyrim, for instance, I've always loved that the way you look at items mm-hmm. and that is. Just, oh, yeah. You like get to inspect mm-hmm. them up close. Yeah. Even very, like the load screens are like those 3D yeah. models of the things. So, so yeah. I think it's Sony's challenge in 2017 and beyond uh, to sort of capture that excitement and energy and ideas that we have at this table right now is Max, who just started getting into PSVR, uh, is like, I have all these ideas for it. I hope developers look at this thing and I hope it makes sense financially for them to be like, let's put in a, a free or just small paid VR mode in all mm-hmm. of our games, you know, yeah. or at least most of them. I think it'd be cool. And it's, it's, it all, it almost works as like a, a demo too because if mm-hmm. you get the like the, the Call of Duty thing for instance like that kind of almost made me want to go check out like Infinite Warfare yeah. Yeah. yeah I have a feeling what that's going to be a big thing at E3 is uh, how you know you have third party games that are on Sony stage and instead of it being like DLC is coming first mm-hmm. or season pass is coming first it's going to be a VR thing is exclusively yeah. alongside I hope so. there's that Final Destiny Fantasy 2 which yeah. Yeah, I haven't yeah. seen anything for but I wanted that's actually what I was, my next thing I was going to say was the thing I've been doing the most in VR is just using the virtual theater yeah theater uh, mode yeah uh and I had a few people ask me, I tweeted about this. Um, I've been playing Final Fantasy 15, which is a game with a very, uh, you know, erratic camera. It likes to go and check out some bushes when you're in the middle of getting your ass kicked. So um, 
not really the best thing I could think of to be like, oh, let's try this in VR, but I've gotten pretty comfortable with it. Yeah. And it's, uh, you know, the, the fidelity, the resolution of the, the PSVR, it's like you can see the lines. It looks kind of screen door-ish, but uh, I also find it's easier to read the text yeah. than it is on text to begin with. Yeah, yeah Final, Final Fantasy it's 15's, like right in your face? Yeah, I mean, my TV is just like, I've got like, what, like a 42-inch flat screen or something, but the way my living room's set up, it's just like, it's just far enough away that I'm like, I can't read what that says. Something yeah. about Ignis or Prompto, maybe. I don't know. I just want something about those boys. Um, yeah, I, mean, I should move my couch, I mean, but yeah. I don't want to. Yeah, I'm like, I don't want to go sit up close like a weird old man, that like that old RCA commercial or whatever. Um, but yeah, like I didn't just like my fiance's been playing Final Fantasy 15 on the TV, and we borrowed Alana's PS4, and I was playing Final Fantasy 15 on VR, and it was just like this weird like, well, I'm in my chair, and I've got like my what I love is like you can just you can position the screen wherever the hell you want. So if yeah. you're like mm. if you're like my neck is sore from sitting this way, I'm just gonna lean back and then you hold down like the you hold down button. options and you're just like suddenly your TV is directly above. Have you, you messed with the screen sizes? Yeah, so uh, that gets a little ridiculous. Yeah. You, if you put it on the largest, like the right the basic setting is one that just comes you know in the box you don't really think about it but if you go and hit like the large setting it's like so big that you actually have to look into like the corners of your mind like sitting in the front row of the theater yeah Yeah, totally totally it's it's a bit much it's pretty nauseating Um, so one thing that you should totally try uh there's a bunch of like arcade classic games on there Mm. like contra and bubble bobble when you play them in theater mode in vr it's like being in the wizard it's like playing an an nes game on like a 90 foot tall screen it's really cool um yeah, the one thing I, I want to note, though, is that, like, playing Final Fantasy XV, uh, just driving around in the car and, like, just doing random stuff where I'm just kind of waiting, like, very tedious things, the VR makes it just super fascinating. Yeah. Like, just, I mean, it's not like you're, you know, in full VR, but I'm just, I'm, like, twisting the camera around and just being, like, just, like, staring at stuff. Yeah. And it's so close, like, so close to my face that it's just, like, it's really intense, and I, yeah. I really love it, and I'm just, yeah. I want to go home and do, do more of that. Yeah. Um, anyway, uh, PlayStation Plus is the thing that continues to be totally worthwhile. Uh, this month we are getting Day of the Tentacle remastered Yay. on PS4 and PS Vita. Yeah. This War of Mine, The Little Ones, which is a sad game about collecting stuff in the war times for the little <laughs> kids. You got to go get some snacks and stuff. That's for PS4. There's Blaze Rush for PS3. I didn't look up what that was. There's The Swindle, which is also cross-buy on PS4 and PS Vita and PS3. And then there's Azkend <laughs> 2. For PS Vita, and then finally Titan Souls for PS Vita, cross by and PS4. Get, get Titan Souls. Yeah, Titan, Titan Souls, Souls is rules. Yeah. badass. Titan mm-hmm. Souls is pretty much like 2D uh, top down Shadow of the Colossus. Mm-hmm. So there's yeah. a ton of games here. Yeah. Like yeah. this is one, I, I really like the fact that a bunch of these PS3 games are cross by. Mm-hmm. Usually yeah. when I get to the PS3 part of the PlayStation Plus thing, I'm like, I don't, I don't yeah. know, I'm not there anymore. You get that, that like, ooh, and then, oh, wait, never mind. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah that's the one thing. Uh, the one thing uh, Xbox Games of Gold always does that that I prefer over this is that any 360 game that's available for free is immediately uh, backwards compatible. Yeah, yeah. which it took be cool. a while to learn that. Though. Oh yeah, totally. Yeah. That's, a, that's yeah. sort of a recent thing. That's yeah, really cool. I really wish Sony would steal that because there's like it sucks that like I mean I'm I'm a huge PlayStation guy and like a third of the games every single month. Well, yeah, are, like, it'll be like Blood Dragon. I'm like, yeah, I would totally replay that. I'm not gonna hook up my my PS3. Yep. Like, yeah, that's just I'm, that's just not gonna happen. Uh, yeah, Dan Tentacle is amazing. One of the best LucasArts adventure games of all time. Yeah, uh, Titan Souls is super fun. Those are the two I, I actually really like this War of Mine. Yeah. yeah, it took me a while to. It's like 
it's sort of like Don't Starve, but uh, like side scrolling. Yeah, and it just immediately kicks your ass. Yeah, um, and it's it's not it's not super intuitive. It doesn't have the best learning curve, but I really like the art direction. Yeah. I like the tone of it all. Mm-hmm. Like it's sort of like an apocalypse movie shot from the perspective of inside of a house. That's the Ubisoft one, right? Um, no, that was Valiant Hearts. Yeah. That's right. Okay. Uh, I, I kept getting them confused because they mm-hmm. released around mm-hmm. the same they time. Lo- they yeah. have similar yeah. sort of aesthetic. Where like they deal with something heavy War. in sort of a yeah. cartoony way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I just love that there's Vita stuff on here. I know. Yeah. I mean, it's, we keep being like, well, R.I.P. Vita. Sorry, Vita. We miss you. And then they're like, hey, here's this free game if you don't have it. And you're like, oh, well, all right then. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Well, like the cross-buy thing is one of the best things they've ever done in terms of PS4 and Vita. Because yeah. like, they like tripled that that library and vice versa immediately. I think yeah. my math is off there. It's great for yeah. people that commute, too. <laughs> yeah, so. totally. Yeah. yeah. Transfaring, it's called. No one calls uh, it transfaring. Transfaring. Mm-hmm. I love to transfer. Do you? What, that it. wasn't just a Metal Gear thing? No, that was a Metal Gear thing. That, thing, <laughs> yeah. that, that oh, word okay. was used once. We all had to use it for like a month. I never used it. I was not here that month. Say it. Say transforming. Transfarting. <laughs> Don't, that's not that you mispronounced Yeah, I broke it. your you dumb word. It, you put it to suck it. all that word. It's not that word. <laughs> Eat eggs. <laughs> anyway, um, speaking of eating eggs, it's time what? to talk about our personal top games of 2016. Yes. Not counting egg eating competition, which is the yeah. number one game of all years ever. Uh, that's why Twitter deletes yeah. a bunch of people. <laughs> uh, yeah, so IGN, uh, we officially voted for... Uh, our game of the year over break. It'll be uh, our full list will be up uh, later this week. Uh, but can yeah. you believe it? Billy Hatcher won again. <laughs> that Eggman seven years in a row. <laughs> uh, but no, so I just want to go around and sort of say what our because obviously IGN is going to have its collective game of the year, but we yep. all have have different opinions on games. Yes, and so sure do. Yeah. So what about us? He says. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I, I've talked about before. Uh, my game of the year still remains uh, The Witness. Mm-hmm. It was the first incredible thing I played of the year and sort of right from the get-go i was like oh this is probably going to be my game of the year and i think it's because it's something that can't be iterative like there's never gonna be a witness to whereas like so many like the huge fall games which i love like watchdogs and gears and, and battlefield it's like well you could make a better one of these next year couldn't theory. you make a, another witness island with more puzzles no no this is they used every totally puzzle no, no they you every puzzle. new puzzles no snakes are gone that's like saying they ran out of sudokus <laughs> No, I think didn't. you could make a witness too. No, yeah, you could. No you totally could. No, it'd be terrible, but you could do it. You could. No one is going to do that. They could easily do that, though. No, what if they easy. did a they modern, won't, But you could. You could just go in and shoot all those puzzles and get through them that way. <laughs> just have a yeah. gun. You break all the screens. Yeah. What if you yeah. like? You go to hack them. Yeah. Just hack them and they just. That's watch. You get to get through. It's a different game. Yeah, Anyways, what this is the best game of the year? Followed, in my opinion, by Pokemon Go, Oxen Free, Inside, and Firewatch, which I sort of just lump into the. Marty indie games. Yeah. And then uh, I finally got around to playing uh, Dishonored 2 over break, and Alana was right. That game is super incredible. Good. Let's talk Pokemon Go. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that game's not a good game, but <laughs> because, because of the social aspect, we had this yeah. conversation yeah. off camera, obviously, yeah. but um, that game is it's pretty fantastic that yeah. it got everybody out until they ruined it. <laughs> but uh, it was it was cool. Like we would go, I would go to the library every night at ten o'clock at night, be a ton of people and out. tons of people yep. out. They're all hunting Pokemon. If a rare one pops up, everybody runs over there. Yeah. How much you, you read? You go to the library every night at ten o'clock. I did when Pokemon Go was going on. <laughs> Just, like I was trying to like catch as many Pokemon yeah, yeah. as I could. Do you think everybody in the library was like, "Oh boy, the no. children are reading again"? <laughs> oh, drats! No, they're not. <laughs> the library was closed. Electric like, guitar sound. Reading sucks, losers. <laughs> I almost wondered if the the librarians were like, "Oh, they're." so many people here but like they're just playing oh, you Pokemon came for by my the birthday? door yeah i definitely remembered it was your birthday librarians yeah. have their birthday every night at 10 o'clock don't forget 
But even uh, I run by the Embarcadero, and you would see a ton of people yeah. out playing, and uh, it's cool. Yeah, yeah, it took over the city like in a way I've never seen a I, it video took over game the world. Yeah, yeah, seriously. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I mean, the one I keep thinking of was was seeing like there's a photo of some some prime minister. I think it was like Finland or something, and she's in the United Nations, and or I, some some poor person who is a grown up who shouldn't yeah. be playing Pokemon, especially not at work. But is at like a room in the UN? And she's and, like, yeah. yeah. And I'm like, well, all right, that's. That's a pretty like that's a pretty big deal. You yeah, know? like I feel like it's comparable to like when Tetris came out on Game Boy. You yeah, know? it was a thing that suddenly it made it made a medium go from being like oh it's just a, like a it's a thing for children to like yep. this thing where everyone's kind of hooked yeah. on yeah. it. I was I was sitting in a, a ramen restaurant on, on New Year's Day and we looked over and this like probably. 70 something year old like Japanese guy came in and he sort of sits down and he's got his phone out and he's like taking his coat off and he's holding it and he turns it to us and we're like Jen's like. He's playing Pokemon. And I'm like, that's an old man playing Pokemon. That's kind of <laughs> yeah. weird to see that. It's, yeah. it's well, awesome. There's that infamous story about how uh, Joe Biden caught a Porygon. <laughs> spiked his phone. <laughs> you think so? Yeah, he spiked, he spiked his phone right in the Oval Office. I don't think and, that's Yeah, fun. President Obama was like, Joe, you can't do that. Joe and was his, his always 5S fun. just has a huge hairline fracture. Really? Oh, yeah. <laughs> You're saying Joe Biden has an iPhone 5S? <laughs> I think it's the most unbelievable part of that story. That, that was a very important man for many years. You think they only gave him an iPhone 5S? <laughs> he spiked it because he got that Porygon because it's a duck Why the S, though? Because it's small, because he's got small hands. Uh, no, he doesn't have small hands. All right. That man, that man can catch a football with two rails. fingers. So what, uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right. So yeah, Pokemon Go. Very, very weird. Very weird weird game. To Just a weird weird game. Anyway. Yeah, okay. uh, um, and that was all the games of the year. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I, f- I wrote some down on here. Uh, Brian started writing his own. We, I don't think we even read half of those. No, it, he wrote he wrote real ones. I wrote oh, real ones. He? Okay. he wrote a bunch of cursed ones. For okay, he wrote a bunch of lies. He said like it was like Dirty Uncle Island or something. I, know. I don't know. Which, <laughs> Sandals Resort World Tour. It's not a game. It's not a game at all. Um, I wrote Watch Dogs Two, Far Cry Primal, Final <laughs> Fantasy Fifteen, Inside, and Battlefield One. Um, yep. Weirdly enough, I don't feel super passionate about a lot of these. Like, I feel like uh, maybe it's just the fact that we discuss them so much and so extensively that I get tired of talking about them. No, it's um, it's because... Battlefield 1's pretty good. Yeah, totally. Yeah. But 2016 was not as good of a year as 2015. I'm sorry. Like, yeah. it just wasn't. We, no, all year wrong. we were like, this, could this be the greatest year? No, it's a really good year. Ooh, Jared wrote the story about how... And then he quit. It. So, <laughs> suck it. Yeah. Um, sorry, Jared. I miss you and I love you. Yeah. Um, I sat in your chair today hoping for you to come home and you never did. Wherever you are, I hope you're eating eggs. Uh, <laughs> uh, Watch Dogs 2... We're going to get a bunch of eggs now. This is the worst. Watch Dogs 2, super fun. Yeah. Really, really awesome game that I have no intention of ever going back to. Yeah. Like, it just completely, like, it was really really great time i just marathoned through it and i completely just got sick of it it was like it was like eating too much pizza yeah it was like working at a pizza restaurant yep. you know you're just like uh good for now um far cry primal i really liked it but then i had this weird drop off where i'm like i don't need to beat this i'm good that's it peace i got, I got to the level where you get peed on and i'm like i'm done some crazy guy like yeah. behind you and, uh, you? he knocks you into a cave and then pees on you yeah Ooh, and i'm like all right very <laughs> odd i've played yeah. i played you know <laughs> played far cry 3 and i played far cry blood, blood dragon i played far cry 4 and after like primal did a lot of cool new stuff but not enough to make me be like i need to get through this well i feel like almost every open world game and especially ubisoft ones have this like thing where you just hit this point 
where you're like, I've done all the things I want to do. My choice is to either leave or to do everything else. Yeah. And everything else is usually just like, it's like time trials and like get pissed on the face. <laughs> Here's every Far Cry for me. Go liberate every single base I can and then yeah. I've beaten the game. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. Yeah. Violence yeah. saved. I did yeah. it. Yeah. Those are always the best yeah. parts. Yeah. Those yeah. are always the best parts. Yeah. I love that. I actually played, I, I, I do a lot more in those games because I end up like upgrading everything. Yeah. yeah. I, I'm actually really into like the hunting aspects and all of them now. Like even if it just means like in the in in primal, I think I spent like three hours just like hunting like a Bears like a white whatever. bear. Yeah, and then I finally got Those it. And I was fun. like, oh, I made a purse. Yeah, <laughs> I can carry more spoons now. Yeah. No, I mean I, I love that. Uh, it I feel like that's a game that could have probably benefited from not having a story. Mm-hmm. Like they had a story, and it was like these, these cavemen shouting at you, and there was like a you're supposed to care. And I'm like, I don't I don't care. Just yeah. get me yabba dabba do. Get me out of here. Like I it's just like wanna... Bunga's wife has been dunged. Yeah, then there's that <laughs> crazy like right. wily coyote. She got dunged. And, like I don't know. Um, but yeah, so those were both open world games. I realized somebody asked me. I think it was on the the, the podcast beyond Facebook group, which is. Uh, facebook.com slash group slash podcast beyond if you want to go join that um, somebody was like hey what's your like what are your last five games of the year and I was like that's a great question I think it was actually Zach Ryan who posted that yeah. and I was mm-hmm. like I went through it and I was like wow these are all open world games like I really love big open yeah. worlds yeah. and sometimes it's an RPG sometimes it's sandboxy but um, I felt kind of kind of just disappointed by this year mm-hmm. like Watch Dogs and Far Cry Primal were both good but very like very Ubisofty. and then I got into Final Fantasy and I'm like Oh crap! Here's my new Witcher. Like here yeah. is my here is my big like I don't even want to rush through this because I know it's a it's a fool's errand. Like yeah. I'm not gonna be able to rush through this. I'm just gonna take my time and have fun with it. And I'll probably finish that in like June. Yeah. And I'll be like, this is my 2017 game of the year. Yeah. And people are gonna be like, excuse me. And I'll be like, all right, never mind. <laughs> um, but yeah, also inside, I really like that because it was on the opposite end of the spectrum. It was very like short and sweet. You know, like, yeah, it's mm-hmm. two and a half hours yeah. long, one sitting, and it was gorgeous like it made it was, people talk yeah that yeah. was my favorite aspect yeah. of it yeah. totally. what did you think of the ending what yeah. happened yeah. here exactly yeah. what do we land on no one knows right or what, what for that well, like that game we're all inside just, yeah without spoiling anything perfect you, so. you get, no, but, uh, without spoiling anything we all walked away being like i know what i think i saw <laughs> you know uh, anyway <laughs> i mean they use skeletons like to make that video game so i don't really think it makes sense much and i'm okay with that um but yeah actually uh i loved how i loved how like surrealist it was like mm-hmm. it, it didn't make any sense like there was stuff in there that was just like very very weird and it was in, not in like a wow it makes you think or like oh there's deep symbolism and it just kind of it's just like dreamlike it's just a yeah. strange surrealist yeah. thing that's the same thing i love about final fantasy 15 where i'm just like this is this universe makes no sense this is a this is this is horse apples and i'm okay with that uh and then battlefield one um i did not expect this to happen that i don't i don't usually put battlefield games on my on my game yeah. of the year list but something about that game completely hooked me and i uh had a really good time with it. I think it was I kind of like cut my teeth on uh, on Battlefront front shooters, yeah. and then yep. I always loved like the more kind of toyetic nature of, of Battlefield, but it was always really hard for me to get into it. And somehow I just I you know I got my training wheels off, and I was like, I'll go in there, and I'm like, I'm gonna drive the tank, and I'll run over the horse. Oh, you're on fire now! This is my Zeppelin. And were you, were you <laughs> bummed when they crazy. said they're taking a break for a little while on the franchise? Because it seems like they're, gonna be fo- they're focusing on battle. Yeah, yeah. Wait. I mean, no, that's yeah, it's fine. They're focusing focusing on Star Wars Battlefront for yeah, a while. Yeah, that's like the best well, thing I mean, you could possibly do. Like, I think it'll be a, every other year. Like, I don't know about that. I think we get Battlefront this year. I think, I think we're getting a new Medal yeah. of Honor next year. Oh, no, no, that's, 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 that's going to happen. It's called Medals of Honors. Wow. What about you? 
So uh, I have a few games that impacted me the most. I don't mm-hmm. know. They're not necessarily the best. Two that I believe are the best of the year for me were XCOM 2 and Overwatch. Yes. And then two that uh, weren't really discussed were that Dragon Cancer mm. and Super Hot, which is now yeah. available in VR. VR. Yeah. And Do we know if that's v- coming to PSVR or is that just going to be? I'm not sure. Ooh, possibly. But but really, I've, yeah. I've heard people playing that like a mm-hmm. desk over. Yeah. Holy crap. That sounds good. It yeah. is freaking cool. If you don't know what Super Hot is, it's, it's this game where basically people will shoot at you and the more you move, the faster the bullets go towards you. So you have to pick up something, throw it at the bullet, pick up a gun, shoot them, yep. and kind of plan how you're going to solve this typical movie action scenario, right? Which uh, only lasts like 10 seconds. Yeah, they like last in real time, short. it's like a 10-second action scene. Wow. It's sort of a puzzle yeah. game. And so then once so you cool. beat it, it plays out in real time, and you see what you did in yeah. slow motion. It is an awesome concept, yeah. and then you put it in VR. Yeah. It's even cooler. Yeah. Oh, and uh, it's a really, really cool game. Uh, if they still have that thing set up, you guys should try that one yeah. out. Yeah, it totally makes you feel like like Keanu Reeves and John Wick or like Keanu Reeves in the Matrix or, or just Keanu, Keanu Reeves. Reeves. Yeah. Do you now Destin, you, you, Keanu. <laughs> yeah. you've, you've messed with uh with move controllers. Do you think it'll work well with those? Uh yeah, probably Maybe because all you're doing is you're picking up and, and shoot and shooting. Yeah. Yeah. So it'd be like pick up shoot, pick up shoot or however yeah. they would map the buttons. Yeah. Uh it's very very simple. You either pick up, throw or pick up, you slice with a sword. Uh you can actually slice bullets. You yeah. can teleport into other people in late game. Uh, it's really fun. I oh highly God, recommend Super Hot to a lot yeah. of people. That sounds great. I know that, that came out uh, not in VR. It came out pretty early. Yeah. I think it was in, Xbox. Yeah, and yeah. it was kind of like it had sort of a mixed reaction, but it, I get mm-hmm. the sense it's one of those games that they either patched it or people just kind of like got the hang of it more. So they mm-hmm. did this really annoying thing where they kept saying super hot, super hot. Yeah, but that's how we hot. all. And it was super annoying. <laughs> that's why we all remember, like everyone remembers yeah. that. Mm-hmm. I feel like that was smart advertising. Yeah, yeah. maybe it, Shout maybe out to Poland. Yeah. But you guys didn't talk Shout about Overwatch at all. I'm kind of surprised. We're, we're a bunch of casual babies. We yeah. were all on the Overwatch bandwagon when that game came out. Yeah, well, and bandwagons like, are like that. I w- <laughs> I, I, I You're still playing, right? No. No? What? <laughs> oh, really? so yeah, bandwagons are like that. I, I, can, I can play a game enough that I can recognize what makes it great. Like, right. there's lore built into each of those character animations. They tell so much with so little. The story and uh, it's just really really interesting plus like you have this whole uh, other layer where you can uh, dive into the lore through the comics and the cinematics mm-hmm. uh, you can't really give a game game of the year for that but the gameplay of Overwatch really shines through right. it's a fantastic multiplayer game yeah. it's so well balanced and it was so well balanced at launch we rarely see that yeah Alana was the one on the show who, who really yeah. got super yeah. into it for the first couple weeks yeah. well I my, my feeling on it when it launched was that it felt light um, yeah. and what was there felt awesome and balanced like you said and I, I really liked the sort of energy of it if there's a way to describe that i feel like a lot of first person shooters are either too fast or they're kind of like a trudge and i felt like overwatch had this just great sort of kinetic energy to it um what didn't really keep me going with it was that it just there wasn't a lot of modes mm-hmm. and i think star wars battlefront had the same issue the year before but it had a license that i'm practically mm-hmm. married to <laughs> so i was like i'll stick around for this i'll spend 100 hours unlocking like a greedo hat you know yeah there's not a lot of modes, but there's different character classes. So you have mm-hmm. many different characters, and to learn the the minutia of each character's play style, mm-hmm. uh, that's that's what really got people immersed in that Overwatch world. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, so I missed that. I missed Overwatch. I don't know what I was doing there. Was the weekend it came out, the weekend that everybody went crazy about it, I was like visiting family or something, or on a trip or whatever. And you I just jerk. Yeah, just and kidding. I just I came back and I was like, ah. 
and I, th- I think I played like an hour, like right before we j- like jumped on the show to record. And I was like, I think I like I like it, I-, I guess. And it's then I just haven't had a chance to go back. I, I really hate when that happens. Yeah, that happens to me all the time so, with video games. Yeah. And when I do come back, it's like six months in. Also, especially with multiplayer. Yeah, because oh, people get trapped. Yeah. yeah, people yeah. people yeah. destroy you. Or people get mad at you for not being good at it. You yeah. know, and like it's worse than it's worse than you know getting killed a bunch. It's when your friends get mad at you. Yeah, your <laughs> friends get real mean. They beat you up. Yeah. But like when Ooh, you start up a game, and it, just be Bastion, just turn into a turret and shoot people. A turd, turret. Oh, okay. I was about to shoot that game up. Um, I'm up here. A turd that can shoot. It's not Duke Nukem. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> yeah. No, because I know like sometimes you won't play a game for like the first few months, and then you'll get there and you'll start it up, and there'll be some pop up screen. They'll be like, "What's new? Well, we've nerfed all the glow, and then we've <laughs> yeah. added 2.2 resistance." Then you're like, "I don't know what you're talking. I wasn't here for any of that." So, yeah. hi. I just th- this is my first class, and they're like, "Shut up, loser." Yeah, it sucks. But that's cool. I, I really appreciate the um, the community around that game too. The the art community, especially like the the fandom oh, that it's created, yeah. like yeah, the cosplay, the yeah, fan art. It's just yeah. awesome. And it's just something so specifically Blizzard that just you know you create this very positive community around it. And I think even when you found out recently that one of the characters was a lesbian, I think there was like a lot of people were sitting there being like. Wait for this. Everyone's going to be pissed off. And only like a couple of idiots were. But most people were like, oh, cool. Awesome. Yeah, I love that game. I'm going to keep playing it. Thanks. Yeah. 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 Um, Was it the monkey? Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. The monkey. Yeah. 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 Seems Howard. Yeah. I I don't want to cut you off, but I'm really disappointed in all of you for not playing XCOM 2. (laughs) Really? Yeah. That was, that was, so many people in this office didn't dude, that play was, that, that game. Was, that is my game of the year. Really? That was for IGN. One of those ones and, where uh, it hit yeah. PC first, and I was like, oh, okay, I don't have a PC. And then it came out yeah. later, and, and then I was like, like everybody like, played yeah, it already. Is, yeah. I, I didn't play it out of spite uh, for Dan Stapleton. Me too. And and me I like angering. Yeah, I like angering the two of you. Here's yeah. the thing about XCOM. The people who play XCOM play more XCOM than enough for the rest of us. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like that is a game that yeah. if you are into XCOM, you are hard into that game. Mm-hmm. And I like I love the first one. Um I played the crap out of that and I but I, I don't know. I kind of I kind of just like <laughs> I can't go back, man. Yeah. Uh, it's really good. It's really fun. Uh the thing that really got me into it though was uh naming the characters after people you know. So there's more weight oh, to yeah. like your decisions and that just makes it so much more fun. Mm-hmm. And uh yeah. But I want to take up too much time on next. No, those are good. Those are really good suggestions. Um, a lot of mine are the same as a lot of the rest of you. Uh, Watch Dogs 2, Far Cry Primal were two of my favorites this year uh, for reasons we stated earlier. Watch Dogs was just a really fun, weird, like surreal version of the city I live in. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just, I again, love the energy of that game, love the art direction of that game. Music in that game is really good. Um, Far Cry Primal, same thing. It's the only game this year I platinumed. I don't know. I think oh, I just wow. got to the point where I was like 86% done with this game. And I was like, yeah, go for it. You know, go finish up the, uh, the weird Mastodon side quest. Is that the one that was the platinum? Is that weird? Like of all the games? I'm not usually like a platinum trophy guy, but... um, It's weird to to get a platinum in a game where they haven't discovered platinum. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I also also really loved Abzu. That's another one that's sort of like inside Mm -hmm. where it only took a few hours to play. Did you end up playing that? Yeah, I played a bunch at my desk and I I asked you, I'm like, I just swim around because it's gorgeous and uh, really serene and common even. Uh, I really, really liked that game. Yeah, and I was like, there's not really like a ton of conflict. It's just sort of like I mean, it's the, the most light of the navigator. Check the fish hate each other. They do, but you'll well, you never gotta, know it. You got to read into the deep lore to find out about yeah. which two fish it is. Well, one of them has real the eyebrows looking down. And he's angry <laughs> at the other one. It was just like, <laughs> um, 
And The Last Guardian, which was a flawed but just incredible game for so many ways. Just something that stuck with me. I have already seen that game completely disappear from the vernacular of gamers everywhere. Mm-hmm. I implore you to get, if you get a chance, if you see it price drop, which will it undoubtedly will soon, um, grab that game, play it, play through it. It's it's very special. Power through the garbage and the wonky camera and, and the sometimes awkward physics and just stick around for what that story has to offer. And lastly, Super Mario Run, which I wasn't hot on. at the uh, when Everybody I, was hating on and I played it a bunch of the holiday break. Me too. I think beat your coin square. You can't. You won't. No, I have. <laughs> what? Yeah. I got to get back in there. Um, no, I was doing a lot of traveling over the holiday break. It was like planes, trains, and automobiles for me. It was just every other day I was like on a two-hour thing or a five-hour thing or a six-hour, two-hour cruise. Um, a three-hour cruise. <laughs> I wasn't actually on a three-hour cruise. It was very cold on the East Coast. But that's a perfect time to play a mobile game like that, and yeah. uh, especially when you have a internet connection somewhere and you can actually play it. Um, the physics of it are really good, and it actually made it so it's hard for me to play traditional 2D Mario games now because it does a lot of stuff that you know i i don't see them do it's got a great sort of movement to it i really want to see playstation start doing games like super mario run and pokemon go i want them to take versions of the things they're making and make bite-sized much more palpable versions of them on on ios and android so people can play them great news the uncharted card game is getting a sequel and you can play it on your telephone uncarded on your xperia play (laughs) is that a real thing there's an uncharted card game Yeah. yeah Which I feel like you're lying. It's not no. called Uncarded. It's called Uncarded. No, that's the, no, like, they're lying that's the cart racing game that that's going to come a, out this year. That would be a lie. It's full of cards. <laughs> um, I play a card game. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, those are our games. Yeah. Tell um, us yours. Yeah, let us let know. Us know. Um, rapid Fire is a ceremony we do every every week to try to frighten off evil spirits, and it never works. But anyway, uh, we went in the Podcast Beyond Facebook group, which is facebook.com slash podcast beyond slash group slash podcast beyond. We do this every week and still screw it up. Yeah, we got um, go, to go quickly through this. Okay. We're nearing three. Luke Christian, Jack Russell Morgan, who has too many names, Ooh, one of which is a small a dog. dog. Yeah. Uh, what game do you guys foresee putting the most time into this year? Breath of the Wild. Zelda or Persona 5. Oh, shit, I forgot about yeah. that. Uh, maybe Horizon, depending on how long that game is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, Horizon might. Yours will probably be Battlefront Two if it comes out this fall. Ooh. Yeah, I think that the thing with that is I'm, I'm going to be playing that game in <laughs> really like tough decision in like thirty minute sittings probably. Yeah. And Zelda and Horizon, I'm gonna. It's gonna be like. Uh, I'm sick. <laughs> I'm very sick. Please do not come to me. I am alone and I'm very sick. I will be hiding in my cave for many days. I'm, I'm trying to think of what's even coming out this year. Do we know about mm. Final Fantasy VII Remake? Uh, we don't know if that or Kingdom Hearts 3 will be out this year. But okay. if they are. No idea. All right. Destin will be playing Destiny 2 and Mass Effect Andromeda. <laughs> there you go. Can we? If they come out this year. But the one I'll spend the most time on would be Destiny 2 if that one released. Yeah. Uh, and you brought up really good ones. Zelda and Horizon. Yeah. Yeah, yeah Horizon looks awesome. Yeah, we don't know how big Horizon is going to be. I don't know if it's going to be one of those like 25-hour open world games or mm. if it's going to be like a 50, 60, 70. I hope it's kind of like a Tomb Raider scenario where it's like 15, 20 to get through the main stuff. But um you can stick around and that's, almost double it that's my favorite yeah. I'm, I'm such a fan of Weta games that I gave up a chance to play Horizon to play Last Guardian at E3 yeah. oh, just nice. in case it never released right you know that's honestly a pretty smart move mm-hmm. yeah. uh, Scott Davis said what did y'all do for the new year 
Uh, I, got a, I got a good drunk on. We got a, yeah. You yeah, went you to did. a bar. Yeah. My yeah. girlfriend. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I had people over and uh, we played Overcooked, which is an awesome party game. Yeah. Which I was, uh, I was in the house. I was in a house in the middle of the Catskills Mountains surrounded by snow and there was barely any Wi Fi and we had our, the TV cut in and out just long enough to see Mariah Carey fail at that song. <laughs> really? And then, yeah. And then uh, the ball dropped and I was like, I, I, I don't care about this. <laughs> yeah. I don't, I don't have any like. Weird. You were in the snow covered mountains? Yeah. We didn't, cool. we didn't have any, uh, like, any, we don't have TV, I don't cable. A, you uh, burnt a minion. Oh, that's right. We burnt a minion pinata that I wrote 2016 on. So that <laughs> yeah. was a good way of doing we it. We also, also made uh, pigs and blankets. Oh, we did make pigs and yeah. blankets. Were they okay? Blankets. They're oh, pretty they good. Real good. It turned yeah. out well. Yeah. Uh, Lee Chance's Team Beyond views on Nintendo Switch. Uh, I think that the story that we had on IGN in the last few days about how Mass Effect Andromeda is not coming to Switch, I think... This I don't is, care about her anymore. Well, <laughs> no, no I, I will say that we are now we are now firmly in the same place where you can look at like the image for the Sonic the Hedgehog cycle and you can mm-hmm. put Nintendo consoles in there. Because I think we all have done that thing now where we've been like, this is the one, this is going to be the system that revolutionizes everything. This is going to be the one that gets all the third-party support in the world. And then the specs come in and then like the battery life come in and like the, all the other stuff starts coming in. And you start realizing that... To have a system like this that can't maximize the the hardware capabilities that the uh, that its uh, you know siblings can in, mm-hmm. in the in, in in the in the console <clears throat> wars, it means that you have a lot of companies and developers sacrificing their vision to port a game to this platform and thus won't. Plus, you couple that with the fact that Nintendo fans historically do not buy third-party games and mm-hmm. never will, no matter how much they say or pretend they will. Um, and this will largely be another system that plays a couple of awesome Mario games, a couple of awesome Zelda games, a couple of awesome you know, Animal Crossing, or what have you. Nintendo first-party games. And you'll get some cool, quirky, weird third-party stuff. And they'll be able to drag and drop a bunch of stuff from last gen and make it portable for the first time ever, which would be really cool to play sort of like, you know, Watchdogs or Skyrim or something like that anywhere you go but mostly it's another Nintendo console like it or not and I think in three or four years they'll be scratching their heads trying to figure out what's next I'm uh, I'm a little worried about this one. I think Nintendo needs a big win after the Wii U. They do, you know, in the console really mar- in the console market. Yes, they've broken to mobile, but that didn't do well with their investors. Mm-mm. You know, and um, I'm really, really hoping that Switch does well. But there's so many ways it could fail. The battery life could be too little. Yeah. Uh, the peripherals could be you know janky and not work that well. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and that's what worries me about this platform. And then we're seeing like when it runs on the screen it runs at a lower fps than it does when it's docked i mean like all that stuff is super concerning Mm -hmm. this early and uh i know we're just there's a big event coming up on the 12th and we're gonna know more yeah we're gonna know more in about a week and a half but yeah uh i'm worried i I want it to be an awesome console and i want that third party support and everything but i just don't know man I'm yeah. looking at this thing like it's going to be the best handheld Nintendo's ever made, mm-hmm. and I'm not looking at this thing like it's just another lackluster console. Because I think it, as a console, it's not going to be great when put next to the PS4 or the Xbox One. It's got no VR capabilities. It's 1080p. I mean, people have even said, like, it can do VR. No, you don't want a 720p screen on your face for VR. Trust me, you just don't. It just doesn't work. Um, but Nintendo always does this thing, and I've noticed this as a lifelong Nintendo fan. It's like they have an announcement or there's a rumor or there's something like that, and then all of a sudden you start to see all the holes in it. It sounds like the greatest thing in the world. They're like, hey, Super Mario Run, it's going to be this, this, and this. Oh, it's nine ninety nine. Oh, it's always online. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's only 24 levels. Hey, there's a new blah 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 oh there's this whole like the nes classic you're like oh this thing looks awesome oh you can't pre-order it oh uh you, you have to get up it. to reset it <laughs> yeah. oh, oh it's cord the, the, yeah. the cords cool, are three feet long yeah. so Oof. it's basically just like it's like one step forward 10 steps back every single time yeah, yeah. so cautious optimism on this one how do you I'm, feel about it max i'm 
I want it to be great. I want it to be awesome. I really wish that this could be the thing where, you know, Nintendo goes, okay, okay, we'll we'll just sort of toe the line now and we'll, you know, get people back on board with, you know, just get some some third-party stuff on there. Like, I mean, it's weird to think that games I love on, like, Sony platforms started out on Nintendo, you know? Like, I love the PlayStation because it's kind of the the super, super Nintendo, Mm -hmm. uh, which the N64 wasn't, you know? Uh, And it's just, I want them to do something that, like, completely... Makes me go, oh yeah, gimme! I want that now. But I bring back Mega Man. Yeah, <laughs> I mean they're going to have to do a lot to make it even make me even like remotely consider pre-ordering. I mean, like let's let's look at some of the biggest third-party games of 2017. Right, right, right off the bat, you have Red Dead not coming, Mass mm-hmm. Effect and Dramata not coming. I mean, I'm sure that not list- yet. I mean, they're still open to the idea. Yeah, but I mean, but again, that's not that's not a good sign if they're yeah. not in talks already. I know that that's like when you yeah. break up with someone and they're like, "Well, no, we might get back <laughs> together." No, no, you're not. You're We're never not? getting back with her. No, yeah. you're not. That's uh, why you have this high house commercial. <laughs> All right, finally, Oliver Cumberbatch said, would you like to see a new From Software game released this year? And if so, from yes. what franchise? Yeah, of course. Bloodborne yes. 2. Bloodborne 2? Yeah. Bloodborne 2, I really want it. I'd be excited for Bloodborne 2. I also want to see them do something with robots. Armored Core. I don't yeah. have robots. Armored, Armored Core. core. Uh, we got some cool presents. I announced the small box would be open at the top of the show, and here it is. So excited. This is a small box from Chris V. Kelly. Uh, Chris V. Kelly? Chris V. Kelly. <laughs> Dawn of Justice? With the small horse. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, it turns out we should have got a knife. We should have got a knife. We didn't get a knife. I'm using a horse pen to open. I have keys. How do you think I get into my house? I don't know. For the love of God, just vamp while I open the small door. Your dog uh, door? An awesome comedy button fan (laughs) delivered these horse uh, horse pens to the office. (gasps) No way! Oh, I know what this is. This is cool. I love this thing. Oh, okay. So this is Ninja Turtles. What? It's the Ninja Turtles toy. Oh, my God. So this is a Ninja Turtles toy that used to give me nightmares when I was a kid because it's really upsetting. Basically, what you do is you set it up and it's got this toilet. torture. It's got this toilet. You put Shredder on this toilet and he craps ooze down this little, this little chute and it's got this like messed up like S&M strap that goes over your like Raphael and he's got to sit in this centipede filled sandbox full of like cat farts well, those, are, like, other, oh, those are other mutants that touched the ooze and reverted back yeah. to their original oh, form no. it made me it made me so upset as a kid this idea of like Shredder taking a huge dunk on one of the it doesn't have any ooze but we can buy some and dump Wait, it all over your dirty carpets find out no. don't, no. don't no, there's no ooze there's in there. No ooze. Yeah, you used to be able to buy it from like vending machines. Yeah. I think we have some. I remember that. And then I think a bunch of people got their house stained. I know. I know. Yeah. I know a guy who has some ooze. If we can't find ooze in the IGN offices, I, I'm I'm going to start looking and working on my resume. Anyway, oh, you're doing the second one too. Here's the second box. This one is from Javier Bonet. Christmas uh, came early. Yeah, Christmas. No, actually, we showed up late after Christmas. So you know, I get the of, joke. That's one way of looking at it. <laughs> <laughs> Nice work, Dustin. Wow, Dustin, you put I, that toilet together. I, very quickly. This was like my favorite toy. <laughs> you wrapped them. You wrapped the presents. Wow, Christmas came really early this year. No, again, probably later. the earliest Christmas ever. Oh, and God, then you, you do got this. all over the oh, floor. Look what you did, you dolt. Shut up, you. Here's your stocking. Oh wow, Christmas is earlier than it's ever been. This is great. Okay, what do we got? I can't read. I, mine is a, is a stocking that says Brian Beyond. Marty. Mine also says Marty Beyond. Uh huh. Oh, and there's a piece of paper inside it. It's a fake paper boot. <laughs> oh, this one's for Andrew. It says Bevmo on it. No, it says Beyond. <laughs> All right. Is, is there one for Alana? Be really weird if there was. Is there, is there not one for me? <laughs> Wait. Maybe you have the actual present. What do I got? Oh, you got what are you drawing? Oh, there's one for me, too. Stockings. Oh, and then there's a letter. I'll open the letter. Man, this must be a terrible podcast. It would have been so great if there wasn't one for Max. That would be pretty funny. <laughs> What are you doing? What are you writing on that boot? <laughs> All right. 
Here, I got you one. Oh, wow. <laughs> For you, Destin Legamte. <laughs> Nailed it. Thanks. What? It's a long letter. I'm sure Marty is eagerly awaiting for a new Battletoads game. Again, okay. thank you for keeping things informative and quirky. You're all a constant inspiration. Sorry about the glitter. Oh, I'm man. Here. Oh, wait, thank you. Glitter? Box. You just gonna, you just gonna keep opening it? Chocolate. Keep opening the box. I bet it's chocolates, which I cannot have. Why? Wait, puzzle? Are you oh. like a, are you, is it a puzzle? Candid canes. Mm. I'm gonna, I'm gonna put one in a. I'm gonna do a hot chocolate. I'm gonna put whiskey in it, and then I'm gonna eat a candy cane. What's wrong with you? Is everything? Christmas okay? is not happening yet. It's too. It's too early. Wow, this is the earliest Christmas it's <laughs> ever been. I love Christmas. You get candies and toilets. Everything is great. Anyway, uh, this was. <laughs> thank you, Javier Bardem. Yeah, thanks, Chris. Javier Bardem, I love your work. Anyway, oh God, I've got the little popcorns in all kinds of places. That's a weird noise. <laughs> it's a Christmas miracle. <laughs> anyway, uh, <laughs> what did you write on there? Nothing. Nothing. Okay. <laughs> anyway, uh, if you enjoyed our terrible antics, you can find us all on Twitter. I'm Max Scoville. Brian is Agent Bizzle. Marty is McBiggity with two G's and two T's. Yes. And Destin, you At are... Destin Legary. Just Destin Legary. Yeah, ah, cool. I'm smart. If you like the sound of Destin's uh, dulcet tones, you can find them over on uh, You're On Podcast Unlocked. Yeah. And you're also on... Guy. Are yeah. you guys still doing Fireteam Chat? Yep. Here and there? Yeah. They, they keep making those things. Still do it once a week. Cool. Well, we're on, it's a holiday time, so okay. we're getting back into it soon. Okay. Yeah. I always, I lose track of which, which show specific things get hiated. And then, of course, you can, uh, what are you doing? I was going to open it up and throw them everywhere. Please, <laughs> please stop opening candy on the I'm show. I'm going to make a cane. <laughs> that sounds like a, a wrestling slogan or something. That's terrible. Anyway, uh, thank Never you all for. Never go to the club, just throw candy cans in there. <laughs> Thank you all for listening, <laughs> listening and watching, uh, and we'll be we'll be back next week with uh, more more fun uh, stuff to talk about, and uh, probably another box of candy to open because it's all we do on this stupid. And show. remember, if you have some extra candy canes left over from Christmas, you can put them on your wall. It's a popular <laughs> wall decoration. <laughs> oh my ah, god! My favorite decorating idea: a mini cane pushed through card paper. <laughs> Embellishment for a bow. Thank you for listening or watching. Beyond. Merry Christmas too. <laughs>